I was grounded all the time as a teenager, so all I did mm-hmm. was listen to the radio because it's all I could mm-hmm. do. I would just sit in my room and listen to music and become obsessed with the radio personalities, Jonathan Brammeyer, yeah. and you know, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, I want to be like radio famous, you know. But then yeah. when I looked yeah. into it as a career, I was like, wow, that pays nothing. So <laughs> right, right, yes. <laughs> everyone and welcome to Life with a Sherry on Top. I'm your host, Sherry Hagan, and today I am joined by Richard Clark. He is the founder of Area Code Audio and has helped me tremendously with podcasts so far. So welcome, Richard. Hey, Sherry. Great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for joining me, really. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your company and kind of what led you to becoming a small business owner, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting question. Because a lot of times people are like, why did you start a podcast agency? Which is a different answer than why become a small business owner. And I think oh, okay. the way I would frame that is like, and I'm, I feel like you can relate to this. Like I have worked for a number of different organizations over my lifetime. Yes. And I've found that in the, in my career, I keep making these long plays toward like autonomy. Like I just want more autonomy. Um, and over time I just found that it did not matter what it was, the more autonomy I had, the happier I was like mental health wise. It just made me feel better, you know? Yes. And so, um, yeah. And so I just kept like over and over, like even in the, the last thing I was doing before I started my small business was basically like, can I just do my own thing in this business? business. <laughs> um, and they were kind enough to say yes. And then when I had the opportunity to sort of go off on my own, I took that opportunity because I knew from experience that was only going to help. It's scary. It's uh, risky, but it is, um, yeah. it's definitely worth it. it. And so, yeah, I started small business essentially because it's something that allows me to do what I want and hold my own fate in my own hands. Um, right. I felt in the last year or so, like it feels like one of the lessons we're learning this year is like stability is not a corporate job. <laughs> you know, you no. work for a corporate job. The next day you could just be gone. That's so you part of feel the more stable as your own business owner. I do. Yes, I think so. I mean, you know, it depends on the season, right? Like <laughs> if I'm, yes. if I'm making enough to live on, I definitely feel like a hundred percent feel more stable. And the thing is, if I don't, I know that's happening and I know why it's happening and I know what I can do to solve for it. Interesting. And yeah. I know when it's coming so I can prepare for it right. as opposed yeah. to other scenarios. That's if you're purely looking at it through the uh, sort of the financial stability lens too. Oh, well, sure. Know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what either spark somebody to do it or, or makes them not do it is mm-hmm. financial stability. Because I, speaking from a real estate perspective, um, I always wanted to be a realtor, but never did it until I was married to Kevin and he had, he could carry us whether I was working or not. Right. Cause you yes. never know, yeah. um, how that's really going to work. And, um, I mean, now it's, you're, I'm working on year 12 now, I think. So um, Mm. 
it's it is very seasonal. Um, yeah, this is my downtime, and yep. that's why I uh, started the podcast actually because I'm not good at sitting around doing nothing. So, um, so, yeah, so I was totally. like, Hey, I always wanted to do this. So let's do it. You know, as someone who's been in this for exactly two seasons. So like fall and winter, um, yes. I am very much relating already to what you're saying, right? Like the seasons are the worst thing about, about doing this, about yes. working for yourself because right. you really are sitting on your hands a lot of times, like just waiting for the month to end, which is something right. out of your control. And it, you know, I, I, we got kind of lucky because, you know, I, it was sort of a do or die situation for me in starting the business. And so, um, I was the primary breadwinner. Um, Jennifer was doing freelance and was contributing quite a lot, but she was not, you know, making a regular salary. And so right. then we lost all regular salaries um, for a, a time being. And then um, at some point, just a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago, Jennifer got a full-time job, which now I'm in your position where I like have that foundation and it is a lot yeah. more chill um, yeah, and nice now knowing that you're going to yeah. have that, that other salary coming in. So right. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to both of our spouses for that. Cause uh, okay. it really does Absolutely. make a huge difference. Yeah. So congrats <laughs> yeah. to Jen. Tell her congratulations. Yes, absolutely. For sure. So what made you decide to do podcasting in the first place? I've been doing podcasting in some ways, like literally making podcasts since basically they came out 2008 or so, I would say. Um, I've been obsessed with the form basically because I like um, having something to listen to for good mm -hmm. reasons and bad. The good reasons are I like listening to people. I like the act of listening to people from different perspectives. The okay. bad reason is I'm scared of the voices in my head. <laughs> and so I listen to podcasts to cover them. I mean, literally, like if you knew the kind of crutch that podcasting is for me and like covering up silence, um, just walking from one end of the house to the other, I've got to play a podcast while I'm going and I don't have a big Oh, house. wow. Um, okay. I'm like, I'm, I can listen to a solid 20 seconds while I'm doing this, um, that kind of thing. But um, trying to break out of that habit, but it is a habit. Um, so I, yeah. I enjoy podcasts and I, um, I like the act of conversation. I specifically, you know, fell in love with interviews, um, and like having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people sort of connecting on that deeper level. And that is really what defines my work. I would say I really, um, am get energized by human connection and, um, specifically sort of one-on-one -on -one or just really tight knit, groups connecting with each other. Um, right. And so that's, that's a lot of why I do what I do, I think. And there's um, something to be said for the fact that you're extremely personable, um, mm. having, Thank having you. met you before, right? If you don't have that personality trait, I guess, I, I can't yeah. imagine being in your position um, so it's interesting to me that you don't like to be alone in your head with your own thoughts because, <laughs> because I, you do so well, um, one-on-one, -on -one. I mean, yeah. it, and I'm a hard person to kind of rein in as I'm sure you figured that out by now. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Um, and so for you to get me singularly focused on something was um, mm. a challenge, I'm sure, but you did it very nicely. So thank you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I mean, the personable thing is interesting because there's a lot of people that make great podcasts that I don't find to be the most personable in the world. Sure. You know, it's yeah. just different approaches and different um, focuses in terms of what they think makes a good podcast. For me, it is like when it comes to podcasting, I associate it inherently with those personal relationships and connections. And so that's right. an important part of my work. It's also just important for client work. I think when you have clients, oh, for you're sure. going to have to yeah. be a good people person, or at least have yeah. a lot of um, understanding and empathy for what people are going for, through. There's like that thing where you're like, um, you know, you're like, you, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. It is a hundred percent the most important thing, at least I think yes. in my work. And, um, and so that is, yeah, that's something I've done. The flip side of that, I'm going to be sharing a lot of like double-edged swords here in terms of my personality, I guess. But like <laughs> the flip side of that is I'm a people pleaser, right? I've grown and that's part of what the voices in my head are other people's voices, okay. um, yeah. worrying about what other people think of me. Um, that's Aww. the kind of thing that, that okay. I think, I think a lot of people in client work are like that, you know, like they're good at people pleasing cause they're very attuned, um, sure. to that sort of thing. Maybe they grew up. Um, I'm not sure if this is my case, but some people grew up sort of like managing people and that sort of thing. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've thought a lot about why am I good at this? And I've become very attuned to like those, double-edged swords that cause me to be good at this particular thing. Uh, your podcast that you published last week about audience size um, mm -hmm. was fascinating to me because I'm, of course, obsessed with audio size right now because huh, I yeah. want to try to grow this into a money-making business, right? Yeah. So I want to turn it into a business and not just, um, hey, this is fun. Yeah. And it is fun. Don't get me wrong, but I want it yeah. to become a money making business. So <laughs> yeah. listening to your podcast last week, and I'm sorry, I forgot the gentleman's name that was on, but he was so good. Um, I forgot too. I can't even, like, um, <laughs> what, <laughs> who did I have on last He was Australian. He was Australian. Tommy. Yes, Tommy something. Tommy P. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember what, <laughs> what, what its full last name well, was. Well, Tommy, you were really good. But it was it was interesting because you were kind of uh, getting into the psychology of mm -hmm. why you're so obsessed. Well, not you, but why people are so obsessed with audience size, you know. And yeah. Yeah. I, for me, I think it's because I always wanted to be on the radio as like I was I was grounded all the time as a teenager. So all I did mm -hmm. was listen to the radio because it's all I could mm -hmm. do. Um, this was, you know, long before computers and cell phones guys. So I would just sit in my room and listen to music and become obsessed with the radio personalities, Jonathan Brandmeier yeah. and, you know, and I loved it. And I was like, Oh, I want to be like radio famous, you know? But then yeah. when I looked yeah. into it as a career, I was like, wow, that pays nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless you're a huge personality, unless you're you know, a celebrity. Yeah. 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 Um, it just didn't, it didn't work out. So this is my new obsession because it's kind of the best of both worlds. I still get to do real estate, which I obviously mm -hmm. love, or I wouldn't have done it for the last 12 years. And yeah. 
I love to do this. So it's yeah. fun. And I, I could not do it without your help. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, and like the number obsession thing is like, just comes with the territory. I mean, th- th- it's something I'm dealing with and addressing personally and with clients all the time. It's um, because it's very hard to find like a concrete measurement otherwise, whether this is something that is working or not. And if the numbers are going down, like right. th- that's not good. You, th- everyone knows that inherently. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but it is also like tricky. And I think you've heard enough, probably enough podcast episodes to know that what I usually do, and you've interacted with me enough too, to know that when, what I usually do when people bring up numbers and, and goals around download numbers is to say, let's back up. Let's not think about that for a while because it is going to take, it, it does often take a long time to reach the ideal sort of number goal that you want for the podcast that makes it feel quote unquote worth it. And so I always encourage people to think about uh, in, what's the intrinsic value in doing this thing. And then also right. what else could we get out of this that would make it feel valuable. So for my podcast, podcasting for humans, I want people to like start seeing me, seeing that I have a podcast sometimes is enough um, yeah. <laughs> because I'm a podcast. I make podcasts. And if they're like, do you have one? I'm like, uh, you know, uh, not, <laughs> if I say no, like that's weird. Um, but also like, I think just talking to people that are making podcasts every week and getting the opportunity to do that. And then um, getting, you know, people getting to hear, I found that the people that come to me, to potentially be clients of mine after b- listening to the podcast, reading the newsletter, um, right. like inherently get it. It's just like an easy on ramp to sort of what I'm doing and how I do it. And so I find that to be really valuable too. Yeah. No, your help is immeasurable to uh, somebody like me who, uh, who just mm. decided one day, Hey, I want, I want to do <laughs> podcasting. So I went out and I bought all this equipment and then I went, what the hell am I supposed to do with all this stuff? Right. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I had the money, I bought it, but now I'm like, uh, and now what? So thankfully the article in the, I think you were in the uh, featured in the Herald, the daily Herald. Yeah. And, uh, that's how I found you. Yeah. So that was nice. That was Jennifer. That was all Jennifer. She sent a, she sent him a, Oh really? She did a little PR work and said, Hey, Oh, good for uh, her. We're starting a, we're starting a Batavia centric, uh, Batavia situated, uh, podcast company. And they're like, never heard of that before. Let's talk about it. What is your advice for people who, um, are either considering doing a podcast or, um, you know, have, have jumped the gun like I did, bought all the equipment, we're super excited, and then we're like, and now what? <laughs> What's your advice? That's great. I love that question. And the the fun thing is like that's probably happening more often than you'd think. The other day I saw like a picture on Twitter or something of like someone found at a drugstore like a podcasting kit for like $10 or something crazy. Like you just they're just selling what? them. They're just encouraging people to podcast, which is honestly correct. Like that is a hundred percent the best thing. Um, in my opinion, I love people just trying stuff. Um, I would say the number one piece of advice I would give is, um, to, I would, I would say like, know who your audience is and do something for them that they haven't, um, that 
that they're going to appreciate, right? And sort of know what your role among them is. So the, a lot of people, I think, um, they just want to do the hang out and talk thing. And I think that can be right. like fine. It can be fine. Um, but eventually, I think, it, especially if we're worried about growing in numbers, I think the the advice is to find out who you're addressing this toward and then um, and then find out what they need, what they want, and where you are uniquely situated to address those things. Right. Um, yeah, that would, I think that would be the primary. It's a little like abstract, but I think that would be it. Well, no, it's not. I, I assumed your answer was going to be kind of be singularly focused because that's what you tell me mm. all the time. Um, <laughs> and I'm so bad at it. But <laughs> well, it's but hard. It's said, really hard. I'm bad at it too. I think everyone inherently is bad at it, you know, um, which is why we have to remind ourselves all the time, you know. Right. But I don't, I don't want, I don't want to create a podcast on one singular topic just because mm-hmm. um, I think it would just get boring. And yeah. um, I, the reason I like my podcast, not that I'm, I mean, duh, I, I, hopefully everybody loves their own podcasts, but uh-huh. the reason yep. I like it is because it's so um, dynamic in its subjects that we discuss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and I've, I've loved the fact that people have actually written in and said, Hey, can you talk about this? Or can you, you know, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So, and I agree with you. Like, I think talking about a variety of subjects, it works for this podcast. I think the thing that all of those have in common is your approach to them and like the way you talk about them. And I think for so many um, podcasters, the challenge is not so much finding what's unique or like that sort of thing as much as it is framing, um, putting that to the top. How do I help other people understand fundamentally right. what that is? What it, and, and it yeah. is really hard. And I've struggled even for podcasting for humans, like, uh, for my podcast, I struggle to communicate what is special about this thing. I sort of inherently know I have like a muscle memory of what is special about it, but I, I struggle to articulate it sometimes cause it's just like way back in the head um, in the back of my head. Okay. And I think sometimes yeah. like y- you're, you're in marketing too. You know, this, like sometimes marketing is just getting yeah. stuff out of your head and saying it in a way people can fundamentally grab on and understand. Right. That's a big thing yeah. for more podcasting too, I think. So what's your advice like for advertising? Mm. Because for those who don't know, I come from a, a strong marketing and corporate event planning background. So I did that for almost 20 years before I became a realtor. Um, so if I don't know how to market myself, I'm in big trouble. So Mm. I know how to like that I can do, but Mm -hmm. where do you think the best advertising dollars are spent these days for podcasts? So if you have, you're saying if I have a podcast and I want to advertise it, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I I think just which platform would you use? So social media is fine. Um, it's an easy way to get the word out. I would say it's not the ideal it's easy way. It's free. It's easy yeah. and free. Yeah. Now, and free becomes a no brainer, right. right? Sure. Do it. But in terms of right. paid yeah. advertising, I find it to yes. be really ineffective. People are not in a space where they want to listen to a podcast when they're doing social media. So that would be my first thing. And then I would say other podcasts is by far probably the best place to the advertise best. your podcast. Um, because people are, obviously in a space to listen to podcasts and it 
And they're, they're usually looking for other podcasts. Like people who listen to podcasts start to branch out um, and are looking for, you know, they're sampling other things. And especially if you right. can get, you know, I, th- I think also like um, promo swaps are a big deal and something that really help people. Um, if you can find the right podcasts to do p- promo swaps with, I did, like with all of these things, you want to match audiences, which is another reason it's important sure. to know who your audience is. But you want to go, okay, they are also like aiming their thing towards an audience like mine. There's not total overlap. We're not competing, but we offer something that they might like. Um, I, I would say that's probably the best move. Newsletters are good too. Like buying ads and newsletters can be valuable because people, um, just like a similar mindset to some degree in terms of investing in a creator. The thing about social media is people are sort of in a tourist mindset where they're just like moving on. <laughs> you know, they're just trying to entertain themselves for a few minutes and move on with oh, their sure. life. I'm asking specifically mm-hmm. on behalf of Life with a Sherry on top. I'm thinking of advertising on Spotify because yeah. I think that's where a lot of listeners go to listen to their podcasts, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. It's it's expensive. It's really yeah. expensive. Yeah. It it's so much easier with um with real estate, honestly. I will tell you I, <laughs> A lot of my clients actually come from restaurants and bars mm, <laughs> because my husband and I spend so much time at, at restaurants and bars. And so uh-huh. we um, just like we networking just and meeting people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, it's how I got co- countless clients. And then yeah. they obviously, most of my business now is referral, but I'll use um, Aliano's in East Dundee just a couple days ago. My husband and I were there and. A couple was talking about housing and I butted in on the conversation and said, you know, are you, are you working with a realtor? And they said, well, yeah, but we're not happy with him. And he's an uncle or something. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm always very careful about, I never want to step on any other realtor's toes. Right. Because I don't, I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. So I always say, you know, if you're unhappy, then you need to talk to them. And explain why you're unhappy and try to fix it. And if that doesn't work, come to me. You know? Yep. 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 So both of them were like, uh, okay, we're, we're going to be calling you. I said, okay, <laughs> great. And that's just how, you know, that's just yep. how it works. And yep. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to work podcasting into a conversation. Yeah. You know? And it's also oh, like, hey, it's a, it's I a happen different. to be a podcaster. You're also looking for a mass audience as opposed to like one, like one person is a big deal in real estate um, or any yes. client work. Really, yeah. one person is a big deal when it comes to podcasting. Ten people feels like chumps change, right? Is not it's it's right. like I only have ten listeners. That's not good. Um, right. That can feel right. bad. But if you had ten clients in a month, yeah. you'd be pumped. You'd be excited. I'd um, be yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like Absolutely. that is the challenge where you're trying to get multiple people like pretty invested. Um, they're not paying money, but they're giving you a lot of time. Um, and, and that can be a hard right. sell um, for people. And so I do think like that's why it's so important to go where they're already doing what you're asking them to do and where they're definitely the type of people that would sort of get it. Um, Spotify, okay. I, I haven't looked Good into advice. like Spotify ads specifically, but 
I know that Spotify yeah. runs some like ad marketplaces. I would say like looking into podcast ad marketplaces could be really valuable, but like you said, it's probably going to be expensive across the board. The best case scenario is to find yeah. people you have connections with or know or are starting out or have smaller audiences and just offer them something that, you know, look at CPMs like, like, um, standard CPMs is between like 18 and $25, depending on the kind mm -hmm. of ad, um, right. Per, so per a thousand listeners, um, yes. and you, you find those places and you sort of offer the bare minimum that you can afford and see if they take you up on it. Honestly is like the best, yeah, even like I've already done that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. done that. I, I mean, I've done a bunch of things, but I, you <laughs> know, I don't have 10,000 listeners yet and I want right. 10,000 listeners tomorrow, but yep. I, I mean, I am Me really <laughs> thrilled with how things are going, you yeah. know, yeah. like I have nothing to complain about. At least I don't think I do. You'd know better uh -huh. than I do. But I thought hitting 500 listeners in what, five weeks was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then now I've got five or six different countries listening. So I'm mm -hmm. super excited about that too. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Uh, my husband and I were talking about um, bringing the equipment down because every year we go um, away to a beach somewhere for New Year's Eve. Mm. And he was like, oh, it would be really fun to do like a live uh, a podcast mm -hmm. during that time. And I was like, it would be really fun. And, and I think people would really enjoy that. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to carry all this equipment down and, <laughs> you know, and then have yeah. to worry about the lighting and the blood, you know, I just, yeah. no, I don't. So we're, we're not going to do it, but yeah. Okay. Well, I thought maybe you had some other insights to advertising that I didn't, but. Uh, looks um, like we're yeah. on the same page there. Yeah, I yeah. My big my big insight is like advertise on other podcasts. That's kind of the biggest one because I think like yeah. mediums, it's hard to get people to go from one medium to the other. Maybe they don't even know what podcasts are. That's still a significant percentage of people still a thing. out there. Yep, I still know. a thing. It's changing I'm, fast, I'm but it's still a thing. So, well, and my I, you know my my audience, my target audience is older than most. So. Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, oh, great. You have a podcast. What does that mean? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. How do I, get, how well, do I, podcast um, is something you to listen that. to. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah exactly. That, yeah. It's, 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 um, that whole, that whole conversation of what is it and how do I get it can get really old, but can also like be a really good opportunity. Cause like now you're creating oh, yeah, guests sure. out of thin air. And if they're not listening to any other podcasts, then they're definitely listening to yours on a regular basis. You know what I mean? It, it can right. be really valuable in that yeah. way. So that could be an opportunity too. Yeah. I agree. Oh, which, right, well, which actually for like joining me today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I ahead. interrupted. No, go ahead. Um, that, that reminds no. me of like a really good advertising opportunity too. Like I'm actually a pretty big believer okay. in local and sort of, um, yes, like, me too. What's the word you need to in, in marketing? You, you would need know to this grow it organically. Me. Yeah. The, what's the word for like out yeah. of home? Is it OOH or something? Is that the term? Anyway, there's a term for like billboards and like stuff. Like an anagram? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm too anyway. old for that. <laughs> I barely know what, you know, WTF means. So, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that can be really valuable. And, and just also the one that takes the tact of like, this is like a, what a podcast is and how to listen to it, I think can be really valuable for a certain kind of audience as well. Yeah. Yes, it can be. But then they go, what do you mean? It's a, what's an apple? You know, like, 
Never mind. If you don't, QR codes. If you're not I'm familiar with Apple by now. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not going to know how to use those either. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Just take a picture. Uh, listen. It's just, you know. Be, yeah. I know. But people then don't understand that they have to wait for the thing to, mm-hmm. yeah, to true. actually scan. Finicky. Yeah. So they're just taking a picture of something and going, I don't know what this does. Um, okay. So thank you for joining me today, Richard. I do appreciate it. If you yeah, want, it was fun. if you're thinking of doing a podcast, Richard is definitely a person you need to talk to. Um, and I think you, doesn't your website offer like a 30 minute consultation? Yes. Anyone who wants um, to talk to me for 30 minutes can do so for absolutely free. Um, uh, just schedule it on the website and I'll, uh, you so can pick good, my brain for 30 minutes. He, he really is good. And I couldn't do this without you. So thank you very much again. Thank you so much. Um, I try to cross promote you as much as I can. You're on my website. Uh, I, my, this is my first video doing uh, doing a podcast via video. So I was like, Richard, I need I need somebody I'm comfortable with. So it's going to be you. He's like, uh, OK. Um, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. You're always a good sounding board for me. Absolutely. Um, you can reach out to him at areacodeaudio.com. And uh, if you want to reach out to me about this or any other show, you can do so as always by reaching out to me at life with a sherry on top at, at gmail.com. That's my email. Or uh, you can go to the website life with a sherry on top.com. And again, sherry is spelled C H E R I. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.